Hello and welcome to Transcending Ascension with Spirit Mom. I'm here to help you, help me, help you ascend. It's not easy, but we all have to do it or get off the planet. That's pretty much the only thing happening right now, except it's a lot. What's happening is a lot. So I already have a show where I teach you spiritual topics, but now we're going to start doing it as a podcast slash live YouTube show, and then it will be available on YouTube afterwards as well. So today is our first episode where we are doing our lesson on unleashing the power of the heart, a journey to magical healing. But before I do that, let me make sure I am screen sharing. Let me just load that up for everybody. If you're on the podcast, you won't be able to see. But if you're catching us on YouTube, you will. So if you're listening on the podcast, definitely head on over to YouTube if you'd rather see the visuals. So unleashing the power of the heart, a journey to magical healing. And I say this because there's three brains in the heart. The head brain, the heart brain, the gut brain. They all have neurons. The all is mind. Everything you do in this life is your mind, but your mind is more than just your brain. Your brain is very important, but your mind is more. And I start the lessons with the heart because when you are manifesting, you're not guaranteed to manifest good. Just because we know magic doesn't mean we're going to be good. However, we need to be good. So not only do we need to open our minds to the ideas of magic and occult, esoteric ideals, because there's a lot of juicy meat hidden in there that we have been kept from from a very long time. So I'm here to help open up the doorways into your perception for that. However, I still only teach good things. Christ consciousness awakening to the light. So we start with the heart. Because when you do your decision making from the heart, and you'll learn that the heart, if you don't already know, way more magic than you've ever been told, it will never steer you wrong. It will never steer you in a negative direction. It might be uncomfortable. It might not be your favorite thing to do, but it will be the better thing for you in the end. So unleashing the power of the heart, a journey to magical healing. What is the heart? This is what science says the heart is. It's the primary organ of your circulatory system. Yes, well, there's much more than that. This is what metaphysics says it is. And I am uh, studying to soon become, very soon, a metaphysical minister and eventually a metaphysical doctor. But this still isn't even a complete explanation. Metaphysical meaning of the heart. The heart is love, the affectionate consciousness in man. It is the faculty through which man receives love from being. The heart, however, is but the visible expression of an invisible center of consciousness. It is the center from which the divine substance is poured forth. Everyone uses his heart center when he sends forth a loving thought. Okay, so that's what metaphysics says it is, but that's still not complete, is it? In reality, your heart is an energy-making toroidal field and another brain, which we've already discussed. So it is very, very, very powerful. So if you don't know what a toroidal field is, that's a toroidal field. 
um, think Apple, which I have images of later. And it's an energy vortex that comes, if you know your chakras, they are energy vortexes. Most of them are like this, except the top and the bottom. So your crown and your root point up and down. And so this is coming, if you, this, you can see my mouse is coming up through the top and then up and out. And then it will also be coming down in the top and out the bottom. So up the bottom and down the top at the same time, creating this very, very powerful, very, very real toroidal field. So the toroidal field of heart from the inside of your heart emanates an extremely powerful toroidal energetic field. And it has been scientifically measured to go out as far as five miles from your heart. The heart's magnetic field is the strongest rhythmic field produced by the human body. Image here by the HeartMath Institute. I recommend checking them out if you would like to dive deeper into all the things of your heart, because it's 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 the best place to start. If you are new to this, it is the best place to start. So you want to start there. Here we go with our very blurry images of other toroidal fields. But there you see your apple. It's why you see it used in the imagery of Adam and Eve and the knowledge of good and evil, which is way more complex yet very simplistic, but altered from the story you might have heard about the knowledge of good and evil and us waking up, us waking up to our higher nature. And then the apple is the beginning of us learning about our higher nature because the apple is not an accident there's also in jewish mysticism kabbalah if you cut open an apple you can like print out the letters of the ancient hebrew uh, alphabet but just there's lots of magic in the apple and it's our awakener to a point because the apple itself yes it actually is the apple itself is here to teach us stuff i know it is though and that's the toroidal field itself though god the universe does all these things that interconnect all the time and it's just it's because this is a dream and you'll see and you'll wake up to synchronicity so it's like that can't connect no it does it connects but the more you learn the more you'll connect the dots of how everything connects so the heart is also a brain between 60 and 65% of its cells are neural, identic identical to those present in the brain. Energy, information that vibrates, flows constantly between the heart and the brain. So they are thinking back and forth. And there's even evidence that the heart gets information first. And they've tested this in psychic testings to show those image testings. If you've heard about it with the show, bad, good, bad, good. They won't be a bad, 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 good good, 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 bad, you know, there's no pattern to it that they could guess, but the heart would know ahead of time if it was a good or a bad image, it would react uh, or, or yay, depending on what the image was. Okay. The heart has healing powers. All energy contains information and all cells are energetic. The heart's internal signal is stronger than any produced by other parts of the body. This is due to the fact that it is more intense of a signal because the cells of the heart are more tightly organized. So here you can just see this is just a regular half of a picture here of a cell, but it's just showing you that even normal science acknowledges that there is energy in everything. 
everything is energy. And here's a way more magical image to show that everything is energy. We are not physical. If you don't know this, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you. We're not actually that physical. This is becoming more common knowledge. So even people that are still atheists are waking up to that fact that we are just a bunch of atoms that are squeezed together, that density, that we are dense beings. And that's why we're probably so negative negatively oriented plus it's that knowledge of good and evil to the fact that like we were once animals that ate people and did bad things and i mean this as a human like we were animal but human but then that knowledge of good and evil and then when we took ownership of that evil is when we knew it was evil so it's actually just waking up to the knowledge of good and evil that is what makes it good and evil this is why children can't be evil because they know not what they do you know this is why knowing this good evil thing has caused us a lot of trouble because we are still so strongly animal so you can debate whether or not it was done prematurely due to alien tinkering of some sort but we do know what we do in the animal side of ourselves your lower chakra instincts are generally evil because we know they're wrong so we can't go just even we're even waking up to the fact that eating other animals is wrong right and you know it's a working progress and it's not necessarily evil yet and that's a debate for another day but we're waking up and we know that hurting each other is definitely wrong there's there's no doubt about that Okay. Recent work in the relatively new field of neurocardiology has firmly established that the heart is a sensory organ and an information encoding and processing center with an extensive intrinsic nervous system that's sufficiently sophisticated to qualify as a heart brain. Or its circuitry enables it to learn, remember, and make functional decisions depending independent of the cranial brain. To everyone's surprise, the findings have demonstrated that the heart's intrinsic nervous system is a complex self-organizing system. Its neuroplasticity or ability to recognize itself by forming new neural connections over both the short and long term has been well demonstrated. And this comes direct from the HeartMath Institute. So if you're seeing like the spelling mistakes, that wasn't me copied and pasted that part. I wrote a lot of this, but I also took from the HeartMath Institute and all my references are at the end. So don't worry, I give credit where credit is due. Now, here we go again with an image of a toroidal field, but this is, a, is showing and introducing in a little um, sacred geometry, which we are made of sacred geometry down to like the sub, subatomic level. Like that is how everything is truly designed. And it's kind of above our human brain ability to truly comprehend other than the fact that we can know it's true, this is where faith and belief actually come in. Because the truth is, is that things are very scientific. And the irony here is that science made us atheists. No, if you were actually doing your science correctly, you would know that there is a maker, a source, the all, the all hermetics. That's, that's the hermetics is the real truth of it all. And then all other religions are just building off that, making it more poetic, adding in more information and just beefing up the whole story, right? Because there's 
a lot to understand, but then a little to understand, depending on how, because you could take these ideas and expand them huge, or you could take them and just go, it's sacred geometry. Yeah, because it is. Scientists have also discovered that the heart holds long and short-term memory, and it can also predict the short-term future. If you ever get a sudden feeling of dread or excitement, it could be part of the early alert system of the heart. So this is um, this is using that information they learned on that study I was talking earlier, which has been repeated time and time again. So it's not it's not like a one and done study there. And then this is just again showing our beautiful toroidal field that is always around us. So we have one of the body and one of the heart. The heart has its own independent one. You ever wonder why people love horses and why horses are so magical? Horses have a heart field that's something like five times bigger than ours. So they emanate more magic than we do, obviously. Um, they're very majestic creatures. In short, the heart has neurons and creates its Okay, apparently my video connection has ended, uh, but my voice connection is still going. So let's see. Okay, it's still going. All right. Uh, let's turn back on our screen sharing. Okay. We're still streaming, so I'm turning back on screen sharing. I apologize for the technical difficulties here. I'm using Google Meets so that I can use the slideshow as well. If anyone has any better solutions, I am open to it. And let me know in the comments. It is not the first time it has kicked me out of my own presentation. And I don't know why I'm here three different times, but I guess I am. Nobody's officially in my Google meeting. I'm just using it to stream to YouTube. Okay, so in short, the heart has neurons and creates its own thought patterns. Not only does it think, but it is the boss of the brain to a large degree. This is why we want our heart centers to be activated in a positive way. And I just love this image here. I technically created it with my AI art agent. <laughs> it's kind of cool when it works. A lot of the time it doesn't, but when AI art works, it is beautiful. And it's nice, especially for those of us that struggle with drawing well. How can we use this information? This is our God spark right here. Another AI image that I generated, but uh, right here, our God spark. There is a piece of God physically inside you right there, like right there. And it's more than the connecting neurons. This is one of those things where it's like the heart center is not just in the physical heart. The physical heart has its neurons, but the heart center is its own, like that toroidal field that would work off the physical heart because everything connects but it's its own entity and even separate than the heart chakra because the heart chakra is the heart chakra and also would connect into this center. But think of it as like the motherboard, like the heart, the God spark, the heart spark, the heart center is its own overarching, huge processing center that holds the other things inside of it. So it's like, it extends past our body. And then if you have a good toroidal heart field, that's like I said, goes five miles out. Imagine the impacts we could have on the world if we all had five mile long heart centers. That means just by walking down your street, you'd be like curing everyone in your neighborhood. Very powerful stuff to do and know. So how can we use this information? Heart coherence creates the ability to achieve proper discernment, which is vital for a spiritual awakening. Due to the fact a balanced heart is a balanced mind, you can think clear and act accordingly. 
this is why we don't sin. This is why we stay pure. A pure heart is a pure life because the heart is actually the lead in this show we call humanity. It is the source of us. It is the projector of our reality. Whatever the heart thinks and feels is what we are. This is why the heart voice is a minor character, or sorry, the head voice. This is why the head voice is a minor character. It is the voice we hear in our inner ear. It's the one always chittering on because for whatever reason, the heart doesn't seem to have a voice we can obviously hear. So like the heart is going to just be feelings and intuitions. And if you're lucky, you'll get like a sentence, like that's probably never going to happen, but like a few words, even a phrase or what I get is snippets of flash memory, like just like less than a second of like something that happened, like, oh, I dropped this or, oh, this. And then it'll be like, wait, whoop, that's about to happen here. So like, I'll get like a weird memory, but then it's using my own memory to tell me that something's about to happen. And so it's discernment, self-analytical ability to just, because there's no obvious voice is my point here. I wish, right? Like we literally get to the point where you become a mystic and you're studying metaphysics and you're almost like, I would love to be schizophrenic. Like I would love to have some voices that would just really help if you could clearly just tell me what you mean. But then I always get really scared because I just don't trust the whole channeling thing. But, oh, I, this is another image that we got generated by we, I mean me and my AI team. <laughs> Um, but it is there. We just have to tune ourselves to it. The heart is the closest thing to our actual soul. It holds the key to all our extra human potential to the next evolutionary leap. It's the answer and it's the price. And it's the price because you have to feel the pain that's going to go through you. Like this is like a nice little image here because like she almost does look like she's getting electrocuted, right? Because when you have an overwhelming amount of negativity or even a slight amount of negativity, we need to learn to let that go through us. We are processing centers of emotion. Emotions exist in us and out of us. They are part of us, but they're not us. They are their own like etheric realm of existence. Like the emotional body, the earth itself is said to have a separate layer of emotional body. Like there's, if you've heard like the seven layers to heaven, one of those layers is the emotional body. It is its own realm. So sometimes you will have beings that will walk through you. And it's funny because that's my first video that blew up really was the one I did on the fact that you can have entities that you create yourself with your own negativity or that other people's created with their own negativity, like ghosts are not necessarily dead people. And usually they're actually not at all. There are entities that were never human, never will be human. They're separate emotional fragments that we've left behind in, in, in a really bad time. And we have to integrate them. I'm pointing here at this girl. You have to integrate them into your system, not into you, your physical body, but into the system that is the universe. So you have to like, if you're an empath, you might already be used to this kind of work. Because I remember in early empath days, it used to be, I don't know, they, I was, you'd be taught that you're um, like an air purifier. They use different terms, but I think it was like an air purifier and you suck in that dirty air and then you let back out that clean prana, right? You let back out good chi. You want to help the world integrate in the darkness because not everybody's doing the work, unfortunately. But you can't be too bad, so sad for you. 
because we're all one. So until they leave this earth and go somewhere else, we're all connected. And for all we know, the whole universe is connected. So yes, we do know we're all connected regardless. So you want to help everybody all the time anyways. So, and then you got to be careful not to push it too far. Don't just be going and helping. A, it's, it's a game. You'll get used to it. Um, but just know that if you suddenly feel a negative feeling, it's not necessarily you, but you do have to work through it. And as she shows you, it might hurt, might hurt a lot, like a lot. Keep and cultivate a pure heart and the rest will be taken care of for you because that, that system we were just talking about will work much more efficiently if you're pure. Everything will manifest from love. Peace will be on earth when we all live from the heart. This is a skill you can easily accomplish. Easily accomplish, yes, for like five minutes shockingly easy when we can fully comprehend the gravity of this realization the heart is the voice the heart is the watcher and the heart is the part of the soul that is here for its mission the rest of us are here are just here to help so listen to it closely and follow its silent but understandable instructions that come in the form of knowing and intuition now i wrote this so i would like to say i was very optimistic on the day i wrote this and even the day I originally presented it in um, my workshops, which I have on my website, www.spiritmomcoaching.com. If you want to attend a live workshop where you can ask me questions, questions related to the topic or anything consciousness wise, and I can answer for you. So yes, I was very positive on this day. Since then, uh, yes, it is easy. However, it is easy if you stay, like right now we're going through some astral stuff um, that's darkening. Like for Venus is going into Scorpio. That adds a very heavy Venus is love, right? So we're literally adding heaviness and darkness into our love. So when you say it's easy, it's easy if the stars align and it's easy if you've kept pure. It's e energetic hygiene is something you always want to work on. So staging constantly, um, sacred geometries. Uh, make sure you know what they mean because um, that one there, Metatron's cube, it will help you manifest faster but manifest anything. So if you have dark thoughts, you just manifested those faster. Then you have your flower of life and it's more of a purifier. It's, um, you don't need to be overly careful with it. So you do want to know all your, all your shapes because they're all going to do different things. And you don't want to work with ones you're not ready for yet. But uh, the flower of life is a good one to start or just the seed of life, which is like a minier version of it because it will uh, just purify purify you because you always want to be purified so yes it's easy easy if you've been purified easy if you've been meditating every day easy if you're always going back to your heart center to think of your answers easy if no one's super upset at you that day you know what i mean or easy if the stars align right and venus is not in scorpio you know because that's going to that's going to affect things right so that's going to give you more hurdles to jump over um i think i already read this one and here we go right now, which is why you want to um, well, look at this visual for starts. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry. Um, I'm showing a huge toroidal field of love and a tiny little toroidal field of fear. This is exactly what we go in and out of if we're in love or we're in fear. So whether it's easy or hard on a given day, you still want to push very hard for the heart to be in alignment, in coherence, because you know, middle pillar Christ consciousness, you need them all aligned, but the heart is your powerful one that is going to make sure that you lead from a place of love because love is your stronger emotion because God is love. The all is love. So love is where you're going to win really. 
And even when you can't hear it, you can easily assume it would pick the path of the highest joy for all. Love, love, and more love. The more love you have and express, the more it will shine back on you and glow internally from you. So as you just saw, I have children, and they're a good way to build up love, especially if they're little, because you can get them jazzed on love, and then it gets you jazzed on love, just with like making them happy without spoiling. I struggle with that, but happy, happy, happy. That reminds me of one of the kids' songs. Happy, happy, happy. I know. And then you don't want to get toxically positive either, because I've been down that road, and it just builds up, builds, 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 builds like a debris. It just builds it up. Ugh. And then it's going to have to explode out at some point. So keep that in mind if you're toxically positive and going, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. No, it's not fine. Let them know it's not fine. But you can still be mature. You say, it's not fine. This hurts. But I'm going to be mature about it. I'm an adult. Whatever the given upset of the time might be. Now here we have another beautifully uh, designed AI image here. I just love that this is not so much the heart, but the brain and the crown chakra and just showing like the tree and the web and the fact that we are all the same. If you look at our neural system and then a tree, it's beautiful because it's the same. The all is mind, but mind isn't just the brain. The mind that is the all leads with the heart. The brain is just editing dialogue for the story. And it's important to note it doesn't always guess the dialogue right. That comes down to our ability to read our own energy. Now, this is speaking of the fact of just coming from the heart brain. Obviously, the brain brain has its own brain. And you can get your own intuition that comes in from the brain. And the right side of your brain is like the God center of your brain. So you have a lot going on in your brain that can be magical. However, your brain is like, it's like a war field. Especially if you're raised like not perfectly, which most people weren't. I don't think anybody really was because it doesn't matter. Some parents, because because we haven't ascended enough, no parent is perfect. Even if they're a mature, good person, they're still not perfect. And they're still, and then society is bleh. So like, how could you end up, unless you were secretly raised in an ashram with perfect parents and kept from everything wrong in the world, you're going to have problems. So the brain is going to be a problem. And for all I know, I would highly guess just the way that this works and the fact that we're still living in this earth, which is a hell realm, pretty much. We're trying to make it towards a heaven. It can also be hell and heaven, but there's just lots of things that we can't control that like are going to be like, like even right now, there's voices in my head going, oh God, I suck. Oh God. Oh no, no, no. Oh, don't, don't say that. Oh no. Oh, oh, oh. You know, like those, right? The heart will never steer you wrong because it'll give like, um, almost like a, a check mark up, like you'll get used to the, huh, boop, like yes, or like a, a sinking for no. So it's like, yes or no. And then you can end up overusing, if you get too analytical about that process, it'll kind of stop working because I don't know, it like unplugs it and you have to go back and meditate deeply into, you have to honor it. If you stop honoring it, it will stop working. You have to honor the heart. It's not like it, you owe it honors. It's just an energetic exchange that plugs you in and keeps you connected. So that's meditating, right? Meditating, meditating, or even mindfulness and coming from that heart-centered space of thinking in an honorable way, not like, should I do this? Yes, no, yes, no. Come on, answer, answer. You know, that's rude. And it's, and it's going to disconnect you because that's not coming from heart-centeredness. And it's really easy for us to do that, especially... And like one day it's working, it's working, it's working, it's working. But the next day you didn't have time to meditate and you expect it to work the same way. It's not going to. And then you'll get mad at it and it'll stop working even more and it's a whole spiral. When you are studying esotericism, you need to understand that vibration and frequency are different. When you're looking with a soul level lens, they are similar but different. 
frequency is more permanent and frequency is the state of your heart and soul. Now this is vital. So this is, this is your frequency. This is your frequency, right? The love image is your frequency. Um, and or this is your frequency if you're living in fear, right? You don't want that to be your frequency. You want the love image to be your frequency. This is the difference. This is if you're living in fear, that's your frequency. If you're living in love, that's your frequency. Now your frequency, um, it gets interchangeable with vibration, but it isn't the same as vibration technically. So vibration is your, they're very similar, but vibration is your short term. Like right now, I'm building up some vibration. It's getting higher. But my overall frequency is more permanent. And it does change over longer spans of time. It's almost like the long-term memory, uh, if you will, of energy. And the vibration is the short-term memory of your vibrations, you know? So we want both of them to be positive. But just know if you're temporarily having a bad day, a bad moment, bad vibes, it's not necessarily going to hurt your frequency. As long as you get back on the horse and your overall state is one of growth and love, your frequency is going to stay good. And your frequency is also harder and longer to alter. So for the same thing, say you've been a really negative person your whole life, but you have a couple days at like, you know, a Buddhist retreat and you come back feeling, all, oh, your vibes will be very high, but you might have done very little for your frequency. Frequency is going to be a longer, more permanent, way of being right like actually becoming a gymnast between but instead of feeling temporarily flexible because you've been doing yoga for a few days right it's a longer work but it's also good to know that if you have a good frequency and your vibrations are bad one day that you didn't really hurt yourself and that you can bounce back you just have to bounce back we are very i mean most of us are very good at just giving up and not following through especially with these kind of things because they don't seem that real to us and society pushes them out of our head this is why i preach don't watch tv unless you're just watching things to advance your brain frequency is not so quickly changed whereas your vibrations one off run off your instant thoughts and words based on your mood and emotions of the state of the cosmos on your specific day or outside influences all these things are going to affect your vibration in a very short way and there we just have the Kabbalah tree of life. It's uh, the middle pillar there. Christ consciousness. And then on either side, we apparently have Lucifer and Satan. They're two different people. Another fun fact. And it's very good to know. And I find myself more fond of Lucifer. Satan is Araman. Satan is the materialist. Satan is atheism. Where Lucifer is just being not like fun. Lucifer's too much fun which could still lead you down a very dark path. So I'm not, you know, but, you know, better than Satan, which is not about fun at all. Just things, bye, bye, bye. Vibrations will affect your manifestations. So you can manifest darkness or light based on your vibrations. And it's what you're going to use when trying to manifest actual material wealth for the most part. However, your frequency is what's going to dictate your overall life. So really it's kind of, you know, and how protected you are by the divine. You want to have a very strong frequency and to up your frequency, you need to specifically work on cultivating a pure and loving heart. And this will naturally raise your vibration on a day-to-day -day basis, but will also build you a strong and vibrant frequency. It's basically just stating what we were just talking about, so that's fantastic. 
Um, this is yet another profound reason why we focus on the heart. It is a direct connection to source. It is that God spark that we talked about earlier. Boop, right there. It is a direct connection to source. It is also what our reality is projected out of. So if you want a pure and successful life, have a pure and successful heart. Now that brings us to the end of the overall slideshow. This is my references here. So thank you to all. And then now to questions and answers when I did this in my workshop, which you are not in my workshop, so we're not going to do that here. However, if you comment on the YouTube video, then I will be able to um, then I will be able to answer questions because I don't mind answering questions. I'm here to answer questions. My original education was in journalism, if you can't tell. But now I'm seeking to become a metaphysical minister because there isn't any. Like literally it just started because I wanted to go to one and none of them are close, like spiritual churches. Not like Christianity, but like metaphysics. And if you understand metaphysics, you understand that the person of Jesus was teaching us that about living from the heart and how that if you live from the heart, you will manifest a pure, abundant, wonderful life. The, the universe knows no other way. It's what is within is without the law of correspondence. It's one of the very, very, very vital laws of the hermetics that you should definitely, definitely learn um, because it is extremely, extremely important. Let me just see here if I can I don't know, open... This is another one that I did another day, but and I'm going to do a lesson on this. I just want to pull this up. Um, so the sorry for everyone just listening, but the seven hermetic principles. So the law of mentalism, the all is mind and the laws work from top to bottom. So what is on the top is more important than what's on the bottom. So the all is mind, most important. The law of correspondence, that's number two, as above, so below. And but as within, so without. It's always the same and then even the polarities right they're the same love and hate are the same this is why the master can go from love to hate or dislike to like or gross to beautiful like they're interchangeable so vibrations is third polarity is fourth the law of gender um so everything is male and female including inside of us we are male and female so the right brain is female the left brain is male and it even goes all throughout everything that dictates us. And then the law of rhythm, what goes up must come down. And the law of cause and effect, that's karma. Now these two here can cause you a lot of trouble, right? But they um, can be superseded by the law of vibration. So if you keep a super high vibration, it's like puddle jumping over it. Or the obviously the law of mind, uh, mentalism, the all is mind, and correspondence as within, so without. So if you have a beautiful inside, you're going to have a beautiful outside. It's just the way it works. That's uh, just what we're dealing with here when we're dealing with the universe, when you're dealing with esotericism, when you're dealing with advancement. If you want to advance in this life, if you want to ascend, which I don't think we have any other choice in the age of Aquarius, that's what it's all about. The Piscean age was for us to build up our material situation, like buildings and and to just become more successful physically because we spent a lot of time not. And then 
every age has its own time. So the age of Aquarius is this, it's the I am age, it's I am. By the end of this age, I think God plans to be more rooted inside of us because we all have God inside of us. And when you're leading a perfect life, it's a God-led life. And I'm not saying that as a, as a, thou shalt follow the rules of God, you shan't sin. No, you don't want to sin because it's going to hurt you. You don't want to sin because it's going to have consequences. The law of cause and effect, the law of karma. Now you can jump over this with the all this mind. However, you can't trick your mind. You can't trick what's within so without. You can't trick your vibrations. You know what I mean? Like, and, and then your overall frequency is, is the, the all is mindness and vibrations almost coming together in an amalgamation of what we see here on our screen. And that is what we want to make sure our energy body. And it's more that the tornado field is the energy body and more. So it encapsulates that inside of it. And we want that to be beautiful. So I'll leave you today with just knowing that you need to think from the heart and honor your heart and ask your heart what to do if you're not sure and start to build up that muscle, literally. And then if you want an exercise, which we did in our workshop, but I won't do with you now here because that'd be, I don't know, probably not pleasant for the people on the podcast. But just sit and breathe in and out of the heart so that, that um, imagine this, but pointing sh straight out of your heart, um, in and out, like open yourself up a vortex in your heart because there is one there. So just feel it. And when you learn to open that heart muscle space, that actual energetic portal, that will come in and it goes out the back, you will be able to turn it on more readily. So you find it in meditation, but then you can call upon it anytime in your day, assuming you're stay connected. There's so many connections that you'll learn that if you keep plugged in, you're automatic, automatically just gonna be more protected because there is tons of darkness in this world. I'm not gonna pretend otherwise. I consider myself a Gnostic for a reason and they have a proclivity towards darkness. And it's not that I want things to be dark, but I see the darkness and I'm not gonna ignore it. And I'm gonna teach people how to find the light and I'm gonna strive more for the light every second of my day. But the darkness is very real and we were in a very, very, very dark period for a very, very, very long time. So at the end of the age of Aquarius, which is about oh, we're just at the beginning. Oh. We will see. My headphones just made a sound. I'm gonna make sure we're even still broadcasting. We are okay. So I will leave you with this today and I will give you homework and I recommend you do it. Um is that sitting in that meditative space and breathing in and out of the heart and feel it go in and out. If you've probably heard a deep pranayama breathing, which is that deep belly breathing, this is, you wanna imagine, if you start to imagine it expanding, imagine it expanding in and out, in and out, breathe with that heart. You will create heart coherence for yourself and make your whole life better and your frequency better and your manifestations better and your purity better. Everything about you will become better. So good luck with this. I hope to see you on the next one. Goodbye for now. Spirit Mom.